You are listening to the weekly sermon from Elevation Community Church in Blanchester, Ohio. We hope you enjoy this message from our children's ministry director, Michael Miller. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit myelevationcc.org. Now today, this is eKids. I'm Michael from eKids. And all you guys are my kids today. Okay, so, so have fun. We're going to have fun. You guys are all kids, of course, except for you guys, because I know the teens are way too cool to be kids. So like teens, you guys can be the adults today, but the rest of us are going to have fun and be kids. You guys can have fun too. It's okay. Okay, so what we've been talking about back in eKids this past month, like back in July, we were talking about the fruits of the Spirit. But now in August, we're talking about obedience. And obedience is such a fun topic. But, but no, you know, we're going back to school, so we want to talk about obedience. But check this out. Jesus wanted us to do two big things. He, wanted to, he gave us two big commands that I want to talk about today. Now, sure, there were other commands, but two really super-duper important things. So one of them, and I'm going to go backwards, one of them is baptism. Man, so... What are these commands about baptism? Man, okay, so kids, I'm going to pull up a couple Bible verses, and I want to just read these to you so you can see that I'm not lying to you. We have some commands about getting baptized. So here's what we have. We have a couple of them in, in, in Acts. So Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized. Acts 10.48, be baptized in the name of Christ. Acts 22.16, this is my favorite one. What are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized. What are you waiting for? Right? So we have all these Bible verses. So we learned last week about being obedient to the Bible. We've learned what the Bible is. We learned what the Bible isn't. So we're learning about the Bible. So what we want to do is learn how to read it and be obedient to it. And the Bible says, be baptized. (laughs) What are you waiting for? Right? Now, there's other reasons why we should get baptized. Like, Jesus said so too. You'll see in, in the, the Great Commission that Jesus says to do, could go and disciple people. And he also says to go and get baptized, to baptize people. So the Bible says it several places. Jesus tells us to. And guess what? Even Jesus, even Jesus got baptized. So some of you guys are getting baptized today. And I'm super excited about it. Because you guys are doing exactly what Jesus wants you to do. Now, Jesus got baptized. He told us to get baptized. The Bible says to get baptized. So that's why we do it, right? That's why we do it. That makes sense. But so here's the thing. Like, what does it mean? Like, I mean, we, we, we dunk people and it's fun and we sing songs and stuff. But like, what does it mean? Well, there's like, there's some symbolism with this, guys. There's some symbolism with this, kids. See, Jesus, we know that he lived and that, well, he died. But the good news is that he rose from the dead. And that's what this symbolizes, that, that you're alive and then you're dead, but then you rise again. So that's what Jesus did. But guess what? It's not just Jesus. Because of what he did... We can live, and I'm sorry, spoiler alert, guys, we're going to die. 
But that's okay because we live and we die and we can be raised again and spend eternity with Jesus. I think someone should shout amen about that one. That's, that's pretty excited that Jesus did that for us so we can live and die and then resurrect and be with him. And so he did that for all of us. But guess what? There's another thing, and I want, I want you uh, kids to hear this one. Because a lot of times we don't hear this preached about baptism and what it represents. See... Before you meet Jesus, before you get saved, you're like the old you, the nasty, like dirty, muddy you, right? So what can happen is you can take this dirty, nasty, muddy, old, fleshly you, and then you, you, you die to who you used to be, and you come up from those waters clean like a new creature, a new creation. You are new. The Holy Spirit fills up in you and you're something different. Hallelujah. That's awesome stuff that you can be different. You can be changed. The Holy Spirit can make you better. So that's what baptism represents. Now, here's the thing, guys. Teens, adults, I'm sorry, adults, I want to talk to you all for a second because I'm out of order. You know, I'm, I'm a little backwards because we just talked about baptism, right? And we just talked about what baptism is and, and why we do it, and that's fine. But there's something that has to go first, right? Am I, am I missing something? What, what happens, what do we have to do before we get baptized? Yeah, someone said it. Yeah, we have to believe. So we have to do this thing we like to call getting saved. Anybody ever heard of getting saved? Being born again, right? Who here is born again? Amen. I'm glad I see lots of hands. So here's the thing, guys, adults. To, to get saved, I like, I like how Phil states it. He says that we need to do two things, and I completely agree with him. And it rhymes. So we know that you know, as a musician, it makes sense. Believe and receive. So everybody say believe, believe. Receive. receive, believe, believe. Receive. receive. Okay, so Michael, what are we talking about? What do you believe in? What are we receiving? Right? All right, so adults, what do we believe? Well, here's what I believe, and this is what we believe. We believe, now listen, this is really super important. We believe that Jesus lived a perfect life. Like he didn't mess up at all. Who here is messed up? Some of you are just like Jesus because you didn't raise your hands. So, so, but Jesus was perfect. He didn't make a single mistake. He didn't sin. And so he made some really odd claims. He claimed that he was the son of God. He claimed that he was the son of man. And like, if you look what that means, he claimed that he was God. Oh, snap, right? I know you guys don't even know what oh, snap means. But, but look, Jesus lived this perfect life, and, he, and then he claimed that he was God. And so guess what? People didn't like that. People didn't like that. So you know what happened? You know what happened. Could you tell me what happened, Daphne? What happened? What, what did they do to Jesus because, you know, they didn't like him? They crucified him. So there's several things going on, but the thing I want you to hear, adults, is that Jesus died for you. He died for me. 
And that's not the end of the story. And again, someone should shout, shout hallelujah about that because that's not the end of the story because Jesus rises from the dead. And see, guys, this is important. He rises from the dead, and since he did that, he proves that claim. He proves that he is God. Jesus is God. So here's the deal, guys. We believe that Jesus is God, and he can forgive you all your sin. He can forgive any of us for our sin, right? He is the Savior. He is the Messiah. He is Jesus. We believe that. Perfect life, claimed that he was God, died, resurrected, and he can forgive you. Now, here's the thing. That's believe. What was the second part? What was the second part? Yeah, receive. Okay, Michael, so great. We believe these things. Isn't that enough? We have to receive it. We have to receive it. So adults, here's how we receive this thing. Some people call it a sinner's prayer. Some people call it a a salvation prayer. I don't care what you call it. Um, I think that when you talk to God, you have to pray. So I really believe that if you want to receive this gift of salvation, you have to make a prayer. You have to talk to God. And I think the best way to talk to God is to simply ask him to, to save you. Because Paul says some things. In, in Romans, I got this, I got this you, can, you can ask me later, I have this tattoo in my arm that will show you this, right? That in Romans, Paul says that if you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be if you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Yes. And, and we also see that Jesus can forgive you of your sins. So really, it's simple. It's really simple. And what I want you to do right now, guys, kids, adults, I want you to join me in this prayer. Now, listen, if you've already prayed this prayer, that's fine, because this is a continual relationship we have with Jesus. Talking with Jesus is something we do all the time. And, and so this prayer is a fine prayer to pray. And also, you can pray for people to your left, and you can pray with, for people to your right. So all of you, I, I, I want to give you this prayer, and if you need to pray it, pray it with me, and if not, then pray for the person to your left and right. So, so let's pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, I believe that you lived a perfect life. I believe that you died on a cross for me, and I believe that you rose again. I believe that you ascended into heaven. I believe that you are God, and I believe that you have the power to forgive me of all the bad things that I've done, and you have the power to save me from hell, and that you have the power to let me spend eternity with you in heaven. Lord, I ask that you would forgive me of those things that I've done wrong. And Lord, I do want to call on your name, and I do want to ask you to save me. I want to start a relationship with you. I want to be your friend, and I want you to be my friend. I I want you to be a part of my life, the biggest part of my life. Lord, I want you to be my life. And Jesus, we ask all these things in your name. Amen. Now, guys, I'm not going to do the the former Baptist in me thing and say, like, everybody, everybody bow your hand, heads and if you prayed that prayer with me, raise your hands. You know if you prayed that prayer, okay? In, in adults, kids. If you did pray that prayer, then I want you to tell one of, the, one of our staff members, one of our elders, so, tell somebody today. And that's what happens first. And that first act of obedience, because we've been talking about obedience That first act of obedience after you are saved is we get to dunk you.
Now, I have a question now. Who is excited about this dunk yes, service? Yes, yes, yes. I am very excited. I, I am stoked. You know what? And, and I hope and I pray that we can have tons of these dunk services because I think dunking people is just the most awesome thing in the world. And you know what? As excited as you are and as excited as I am, I guarantee you guys, the angels in heaven are just dancing. They are shouting. They are excited. So having said that, keep this excitement as we start this baptism service. Awesome. Hey, we need more of that energy. I love you. Thank you for listening to our weekly sermon. If you'd like to go deeper with another resource from our church, please check out our weekly Impact Bible Study podcast as well. Both of our weekly podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud.